0: Good evening, and welcome to our show.
1: Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future.
2: Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Diana. Hey
3: everyone, it is June 12th, 2021. I can't believe it's June already, like we were just what talking about. To May? Like, what happened I, to May? I no idea. It's I crazy. That. that just means we are that much closer to our time. To Hyde
1: Park? To Hyde Park.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're not counting down or anything because we've been counting down for the past two and a half years or so, but you it know. It feels like two- We've had these tickets since 2020, but it's only 2021. No, we had these tickets since 2019, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. But we had these tickets since 2019 okay. because Which it's so going to happen in 2020 and then 2021 this year, and now 2022. But the third time is a charm, ladies. A charm. Yes, so we will see you at Hyde Park in July of 2022. Yes, indeed. However, we're here today to talk about. The 40th anniversary of Duran Duran's debut album, which is kismet because Lori Majewski and Simon Lebon on her Less For List first wave show this morning were just talking about this very subject that we were talk- that we're about to talk about. So, which we really enjoyed the interview and the conversation. It was, awesome. it was fantastic, really great. Um, but boomba we are going to get boomba. 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 <laughs> And if you don't know what that means, and you need to listen to this conversation on the SiriusXM app on demand, Jody, oh let's get goodness. into it.
0: I get to get started on yes. this one. I get to get started on this one because this is my favorite Duran Duran record. That's why I of said Jody. <laughs> Uh, You may know if you've followed us for quite some time that my love and adoration and lust for Duran started when I saw the Planet Earth video on some program I was watching after coming home from school uh, when I was in something like sixth grade or whatever. Must have been Nickelodeon, I think. I'm not sure what it was. But anyway, Planet Earth was my introduction into Duran but at about the same time, Is There Something I Should Know was kind of building a, a following in my friend group and on the radio. And um, the first Duran, Duran record I ever bought was the reissue of the debut record, which had um, Is There Something I Should Know on it. And it had a different picture on the front. It had yes. a different photo on the cover. Yes. And it did not have To The Shore. Did not have To the Shore, which then began my collection (laughs) because... Even as a whatever-year-old I was at the time, I recognized, holy crap, there's another song. And if I like all the songs on this record, then I need to have that one, too, because I want that song on that record, too. <laughs> so that, obviously, some 40-ish, 38-something years later, I am um, This is am the 40th still, anniversary. I know, but I, I, <laughs> I'm I, a little bit, a little couple of years behind the uh, release of that record. Okay. That particular one, because of the reissue. but um, started my collection started my Duran Duran collecting and um, that has morphed into as an adult collecting vinyl so um, knowing that this was a reissue that I had just bought but there was something even different with the same kind of aesthetic and songs and everything uh, that had been released before I had to start collecting these things so this was it this record is um, to me Duran Duran's I'm not going to say pinnacle because obviously there's been 40 years of music to for us to listen to, but this is the one, uh, and Rio, but this is the one who, that does not change for me. It it sounds the same to me every time I listen to it. I get the same feeling every time I listen to it. Sound of Thunder is the most perfect song ever written. And if you just listen to the rhythm section of Sound of Thunder, you will understand exactly what I mean by that. The rhythm that John and Roger create in that song, which just so happens to be the first song they wrote together as a five-piece band called Duran Duran, is perfect. Perfect. And to hear them talk about recording that record and how they didn't know what they were doing and John was still learning how to play bass and Simon just came in and wrote the lyrics down as he was talking to the band and this is the first thing they came up with. I mean, if there wasn't (laughs) kismet, if there wasn't magic in that room, I don't know what you would call it because you don't have something this long lasting and something that I can listen to for nearly 40 years and have the same reaction to if it's not magic, if it's not kismet and if it's not absolutely perfect. So bravo to Duran Duran, the debut album of the band Duran Duran, because um, even Stephanie today is wearing a shirt that says Planet Earthling on it, um, which has been kind of a staple of... Who we are as Durannies and what what the band has created in this forty year universe um, that we've been part of. So,
3: which is available on punkmasters.com. Hi, Patty. There you go, Patty <laughs> Palazzo. Patty Palazzo. Yes, Absolutely. ma'am. Absolutely. You all know we love some uh, some Punk Masters. But you're right. As far as like, you know, we I think we've touched on this before when we talked about you know, just how young they were to be able to create what they've created and like to your point of, you know, it's 40 years, it literally is 40 years later. And it still sounds fresh, and you can hear. I was just listening to. I was telling you guys earlier before we started to record how I heard Roxy Music's "Love Is a Drug," and it just like hit me. Oh my God, the rhythm section that you just <laughs> mentioned is that rhythm section. And I know Rogers touched on it in his his uh, Liz, his Desert Island Disc picks, but of, about how influenced he was by Roxy Music. But um, you know, throughout. You can hear the influences, Roxy Music, you can hear Chic, you can hear um, Japan, Who Have I Left Out um, Bowie, in that first album. there's got to be some album. Bowie
0: in there somewhere. Oh, somewhere Bowie, there. oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> He's a Venn diagram.
1: diagram. Yeah, sludge color. Sludge color in the yes. Venn diagram. Yes,
3: absolutely, duh. But you can just hear all of those influences, um, and every time that I listen to this album, I can hear those
2: those influences more vividly, mm-hmm. if that makes any okay. sense. And you hear you hear the influences and then you hear them taking it, taking those and making their own sound. Right. And then you hear the, it's like a t- continuum. You hear the, the continuation of that, of other bands who have taken, who have been influenced by Duran Duran, like the Killers or, you know, some of these other mm-hmm. bands. In their sound, you hear that. So it's like, you know what I mean? It's this it's common the, thread. It's this common thread that you hear. So looking ahead and looking, you know, at other bands, you just, you hear that. And it's, it's really prevalent in this album, right? Cause you hear the, you know, like you were saying, the rhythm section and everything. And just bands today even have mm-hmm. some of that influence, right? It might not directly be Duran Duran, but it's that idea and that sound and that. Feeling and
0: you know what I mean? So there are so many bands now that I go. Wait a minute Uh That sounds like John and Roger or that sounds like a Duran influence So I wish I could remember some names right now, Mm -hmm. but yes, you are correct Mm -hmm. What I always thought was fascinating was that Spinning out of that record was all the 12-inch remixes. Yep, and the band described even then that they didn't know how to just create a remix in the studio, so they actually rewrote and Mm re-recorded the songs mm -hmm. in these extended versions for dance versions. Yeah,
2: night versions. Not
0: realizing that some producer in a studio could actually reproduce this for you. I think that is the most authentic way of creating music, is being that naive that you push your own boundaries and you push your own limits. Okay, so we've got this three and a half minute song on the record, but we need it in the, in the clubs too. So let's do it again, but let's make it a little bit different and a little bit longer and let's extend the, the rhythm section to this. The remix of Planet Earth, I, I, I keep using the word perfect, there has to be a better word to describe this, but the remix of Planet Earth is the first one they did, and it's perfect. <laughs> it's just perfect. Well, and, and, that's, and then, yeah, that's the one, and there are
1: multiple versions. And that's the one where they have like on the record it says "drannies."
0: Yes, yeah. that's right. That's etched that's in. right. That's and right. And then, Black oh, Earth.
2: by the way, let's record another song for the B side exactly right and just something that's right. not on the album or whatever right. and that right which and again just, is
0: my collection like you right. realize yes. there's canada right. there's, there's version of fame, fame. of mm-hmm. course yes faith so, in this color exactly uh, well Wait, that's the next that's right <laughs> that's the reissue but yes but still and i remember absolutely.
1: hearing somebody talk about roger playing on those 12 inches how consistent he is because people at times thought he was a drum machine because he was so consistent for literally like t- 10 minutes and how impressive that was that he could keep going and just not miss a beat literally. And
0: If so, you've not yeah. listened to Roger, I wish that there was a way I could isolate Roger's drums in Sound of Thunder, but if you could yeah. listen to Roger's part only, it blows your freaking mind. The guy is right on. He is he, what did they say? He's the steady hand. He never misses a beat. Mm-hmm. It is, it was true from the beginning, mm-hmm. from the beginning. Well, and it's
3: interesting too, because in doing a little bit of research, um, although we've been researching this for the past 40 years, <laughs> yeah. um, but I didn't realize in going back and looking into it, the night versions were what Japan got in the beginning of this album. I don't know if you realize that, and I think like the there was only the like ten. Post- yeah, they they got the kind of like the record was like night versions of that. I Japan, have that. according to Wikipedia.
1: I have that. Uh-huh. Well, we have it, it's it's an EP. The, Japanese, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, the yeah, Japanese, yeah, the
3: yeah, Japanese, and there was a very I that limited at edition Meba Records. Like, wow, three years wow. ago before uh-huh. the COVID. Yeah, in the before <laughs> so, times,
0: so they got the extended version of first. Planet Earth. First. Yeah,
3: first the night versions. Is what um, oh, is I what did Japan not got know first? Know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So I think it says
1: night versions on them.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: yeah it yes. it did. Yeah, because they called them night versions. Because for, right? club. for the, the clubs, <laughs> for the clubs, for the clubs. I always wonder. I guess that's a, a Barrows thing because they were playing in the Rum Runner and. Well, and Nick was a DJ, it, right? But I, I like that. I, just I do like too. Them calling the yeah. night I do version, too. Mm-hmm. I like it. I do. I do too, actually. And I did then. I, I mean, it. It's it not just extended. This image. It's not yeah. just extended
1: version. It's the night version.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a vibe before, like
3: a vibe, yeah. like right. was a, a thing. Uh-huh. Like to me, that's what that. That means,
0: and who else was doing that at the time? Right. I yeah. Don't, I right. Who else was re-recording mm-hmm. their songs for a completely different audience? Well, they that did would listen to the other. They did right. that
1: on Memorial Day on Sirius. They were playing extended versions. They weren't calling them night versions, but pretty much all weekend from Memorial Day, they were playing long versions from the '80s because this was a thing back in the early '80s to mid '80s of having these. Longer, and actually, I've done on Amazon Music like I've actually made a radio station of these. So other bands were doing it, and, and it could have been DJs mixing it. Maybe it wasn't the bands doing the whole thing, but you can go back and find Erasure that has these long versions.
2: Fine, I'm sure. The, but not the, from 1981. Well, everybody had it, but yeah, yeah. not not mm-hmm. back then, right? Yeah, like, yeah this right. was this was a little. This is very innovative. Different. Yeah. Trailblazing. Oh, no, yeah. not
1: innovative. Inno- innovative. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> Excuse, Excuse
3: us, us Mr. Levine. <laughs> innovative. <it, timid.
1: laughs> We say it with our Texas accent. That's very innovative. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Y'all. Yeah, That's yes. a little bit Texas and British or something. <laughs> so, you yeah, know,
1: Jody, you're saying night my favorite
0: sound of thunder.
1: Sound of thunder like yeah. night of thunder, like night. Of night of thunder.
0: thunder. Your favorite
1: was sound. Of... <laughs> okay, we've been drinking our sangrias this time and we're back in person so we're super happy about that. Um, she loves sound of thunder. Yeah. I recall very distinctly listening to anyone out there Mm -hmm. a lot in my room as like a seventh grader or whatever, just over and over and i really felt like when you're feeling kind of lonely it hit that nerve mm-hmm. but not in a bad way but a kind of a melancholy way anyone out there so you
3: like that harmony i love the harmony. you love the harmony of yeah, them yeah. coming in all together that mm-hmm. is so you and that makes absolute yes. sense but mm-hmm. i i'm partial to that too yeah that part really yeah Exactly. And
1: I will say I did get to see anyone out there live at the winery, my last show. What? Because they had busted it out for the NASA yeah. show and then every once in a while they were peppering it in and they had like the aliens behind them, but I did get to hear it live.
0: See, it's so not that necessarily, was amazing. It's not I mean, I love that song, obviously, but it isn't. Maybe it is one I would like fall on the floor if I heard it. But um no,
1: and, I, and I'm bringing this up because I think we each have different ones on no, this I original know. debut album I'm that just, probably really stick out to us more. so
0: I'm just thinking if I ever heard. I used to think if I ever heard friends of mine, oh my gosh, I'm gonna die. But I heard friends. But of you mine. have. Yeah. Friends of mine. <laughs> I didn't die. I was gonna say. I know. And that you was have heard it, and important. you've heard it, and that yeah. was so. I mean, that was like. The it best was. shows I ever saw. Yes. I yeah. I mean, you and I, Dee, were seeing those. Yeah. We were seeing the same reunion shows. Right. And Andy was up there. Right. And standing there on the standing stage. Standing there on the stage. Yeah. With the <laughs> Yes. Yes.
2: Sunglasses and a cig. Yeah.
0: So You mentioned anyone out there. It's the weirdest segway or whatever there is a catholic school in alexandria louisiana called menard high school whatever it is and in 1984 85 or something they created a commercial that would play on tv <laughs> and they used anyone out there <laughs> as their song like all these really? images of What's the campus that and of weird? School that's that's random. Person who created uh, this true, commute, but little commercial. Little but that's what sticks in my mind when I hear anyone okay. out there is like Menard High School, the Catholic weird. High that's School. In <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I it don't weird. think I've ever heard you tell that story before. Yeah. And, right, and it doesn't match at all. It's yeah. totally <laughs> the whole cool thing about the album
2: is for me, it conjures up different memories and feelings, you know, girls on
0: film
2: and then anyone out there to the shore, careless memories. I mean, it, to me, had like oh. sort of a very punk. And Lake feel bottom, to album. it and <laughs> you know night boat and sound of thunder i mean you talked about that and but tel aviv i think mm-hmm. and that was like a perfect last track <laughs> for that album because it was so <laughs> just <laughs> do, 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 different and moody and i actually listened to it on the way over here and hadn't heard it in a little bit and just was thinking about it and like man it just—I don't know—I can't even—I can't even describe it. But it was just the whole album itself had these different. It takes you to different places and
0: literally, well, literally, literally, yeah, Planet <laughs> Earth,
2: guess. and you know, like I said, bah, girls on film, bah, 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 you know, very just you yeah. know, kind of club, you dancing, you know, whatever, and obviously the video and everything, and the videos for the Planet Earth, Earth too. But yeah, it's just—it's just so cool. Just when I listen to it now. It takes me back to these very specific experiences and feelings, and just—and I love that. I love that. And I, I mean, I all albums do that. Seven of the Ragged Tiger does that as well. But this one, particularly, it's—they're just very specific because they're just the songs themselves. You know what I mean? They're very. I truly distinctive. believe distinctive. it's the reason
0: that that album's the reason I'm a geographer. The reason why I like culture and cultural geography. Yeah. I mean, how do you go from a song called Planet Earth and not be cognizant of what that means. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I, I completely, I mean, night vote. Yeah. I, I think the images that yeah. went along with them made right. a lot of difference. And I even mentioned at the beginning that Planet Earth was my, right. the video for Planet right. Earth was my jump into this. I think it that created that connection, mm-hmm. the images for sure. And
1: I kind of wonder, and we've talked about the first three albums have a very special place in all of our hearts mm-hmm. as longtime fans.
0: But we had to because we were of that age and we that's were. what's supposed to happen. But
1: I yeah. mean, so so those three albums, and kind of to your point, Deanna, that you're talking about, is that the songs on this album are don't get as much airplay, like even just on Sirius or whatever, like we hear with some of the Rio songs. So to me, there's almost some pure memories and pure things yeah. attached yeah. to this album and to Seven the Ragged Tiger. That really bring me back to those moments that maybe have been diluted with some of Rio, not all of Rio, but for some of Rio, now that we've heard some of that more mainstream for so long and it comes up, not that we don't go back there in our mind, but I feel like it's a little, there's a little pure experience with, especially this album, and probably Seven of the ragged Tiger. Too. Um We were talking about when we got to this album. I actually had Rio first because I had heard Hunger Like the Wolf. I had seen the video. Loved it. And then I'm like, what else do they have? So I backed into the debut album. What did y'all do? Did y'all get this one first? Did I you... got the
0: reissue of Rio okay. And then the original. I, I backed I
1: it into it also. It also.
0: I, I, mean, I backed Rio. into
3: it as well. But you backed into
0: it from I seven. Rio, or like from Tiger. seven was okay. my
3: first around album that I had. And then I went back, like you said, like, yeah. okay, oh, now I need more. to like i told you like the who who what when where why how like i now i need to know everything about them and then started went backwards got rio and then got the debut album and so for me personally i own the debut album third third Mm -hmm. yeah
1: well and and we're going to talk about the rio book later Mm -hmm. but they do talk about they were writing some of these songs Mm -hmm. kind of at the same time they were writing the debut and the rio album Mm -hmm. so even though they kind of came out in the order a lot of rio was being incubated when this was created and their tour when they were touring this album as well so there they really are kind of more married than probably even some one you know other bands and that's I've heard them talk about that it's weird that their sophomore album was their huge breakout, and then people just backed in and loved this. Because then I think, please, please, please tell me now, didn't it come out is after there something, something I should, I should know? I should know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think actually we called it. Please, please tell me yeah. now. But yes, is there something that came should out know after, after Rio? When Rio. You remember, like the yeah. One? yeah, and yeah. then it kicked
2: yeah. it back up with the re-release. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and which was your first one? So, oh. my, well, so, it was actually. I was thinking about it. It was actually Rio. Okay, mm-hmm. and then I backed into the, Duran, the and debut. then they okay. got seven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, 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 was, I was deep into Rio in junior high, middle school. But I heard, but I saw. Is there something I should know? Video. Yes, that was my introduction. Going. <laughs> what, the, like, what is this? What yeah, is happening? Theme? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now, and how, why am I feeling like this? <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> please,
3: please tell me how. <laughs>
2: And oh, by the way, I just happened to have an issue of Sixteen Magazine that had their little bio. And... Wait, what? what's happening? Yeah, so.
0: Why am I feeling like this? Old? I've been asking that for 40 years. Yeah. Right? All downhill
2: from there. Yeah.
3: What is the sensation coming over my body? My <laughs>
1: so today on Lust for List, they were celebrating this album. Lori started out with a night version of Planet Earth. Yep. Which is awesome.
0: And they played Sound of Thunder. Mm-hmm. And they played Sound of Thunder. Talked about that
1: was the first one. Simon gave some behind the scenes about that. But what were some other nuggets from the show? This is a great show, y'all. Just, um, you know, it was fun to hear Lori chat with Simon. We wish that we were chatting a-, a ride along with Lori. One with day. Simon. <laughs> one day. Yes. <laughs> yes. One day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh,
0: well, I, I, I thought he was called Glampa by the kids and he's actually Boomba. Boomba. <laughs> boomba Super cute. That is so I cute. I love that. Two little grandsons <laughs> so far.
2: He used yeah. the word joy a yeah. couple of times, which I think was really a great representation of of what he was uh, talking about. I think one of them was just being in the studio together and when, all they, get all of that. Together. <laughs> when they get together, and just and They're just loud being and together joyful. and <laughs> that it's a joy and you hear it, you hear it in his voice and, and everything. So that was cool. That, yeah. I, that was I would my agree. Edits. My favorite
3: part was hearing Simon reiterate the fact that they still not only like each other, but they love each other and mm-hmm. that it's still a family and still a brotherhood.
0: Have been and you want to Big know world with my brothers. Yes. And, and you oh
3: my gosh that lyric exactly oh perfect. No. You always want to imagine that your favorite bands really do like each other because you know you we've heard about I've I've personally heard behind the scenes stories about how you know, bands have arrived at the arena in separate cars or separate limos or what have you, and that they really don't like each other. And then when they get on stage, they perform. And then when they're done, they separate. But you can truly feel the love and admiration and respect that they have for each other. And that just makes us that makes me really happy. To know that um, what you see visually, vocally, you know, musically, that is a reflection of what's happening behind the scenes.
0: That comes out of meeting at 18, 16, 17, 18 -hmm. years Mm -hmm. old and building something so fantastic right off the bat, like doing it right. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're still, that's why we're here and why we're yeah. talking about a record that's still relevant mm-hmm. today. That's 40 years old. Yeah. And
2: uh, the other thing was when they were working with Giorgio Moroder and <laughs> coming in and, you know, how they have their own creative process. And, you know, maybe they're, it's all over the place they're yelling, you know, whatever. And But they needed to kind of sit up straight and <laughs> just be, like, best be in their best behavior. We when, were well when he was behaved. There. Yeah, well <laughs> okay. behaved when he was there. and. You know Simon saying, "Well, but 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 Georgia, oh, but he's like, nope." But I just that's I, that's a true sign know, of
0: respect. But it is, you know? and, mm-hmm. and I
2: love that. That that was great. That was uh, great. well.
0: On top of that, he also said Grace Jones scared him. So yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <his best laughs> Grace Jones too. That's, mm-hmm. valid.
2: that's yeah. valid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's a force. She <laughs> is a force. Yeah, and, and
1: that was something I learned. Something new is that Yasmin and Grace are good friends, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she introduced everybody yeah,
2: yeah i i, I would have thought that it would be through it would have it was like, would have been through War, warhol oh. that they met yeah it's pretty cool nice. i just side side note just something i thought of i, I just watched halston the netflix um oh that was fantastic i haven't seen it, was it so yet. good i just okay. watched it all last night really really good
0: you watched it all like mm-hmm. is it multiple episodes Yeah, it's like five Oh, oh, I didn't well, know it sure was a series. It's a series. Okay, yeah, okay. It's a short, right. okay, okay, Yeah, is they're any, like
2: forty-five minutes long. Is any more okay. in it? No, but okay, uh-uh. but just somewhat artistic. But in that Victor era. Hugo is connected to the world Yeah, there's like this whole, and yeah. we were talking about this. This whole ecosystem mm-hmm. of. Artists Creativity. and creatives yeah. and uh, influences and things. It's just it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool.
0: Yeah, we we have to make that topic a different topic because yeah. I think that's a we big do. one. We were the the idea that we didn't recognize the depth of yeah. the connections that were made. And it's I, like I love that. Yeah, and
2: I think about like. Criminal Minds, or some of these shows where they're tracking a serial killer or whatever, and they're like, it's like they have the whiteboard <laughs> where the they board. have, like, <laughs> the, or the, you know, mob bosses or whatever, and they got the whiteboard with the, you know, the, the head person, and then it's like the connection point. Yeah. yeah. So seven just, degrees bit, of
1: separation from Kevin Bacon. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Seven degrees,
1: six of six degrees of Simon LeBond. Six. Yeah. Yeah. Six, six degrees of separation. Six degrees. <laughs> i do seven
0: degrees from Simon LeBond. I like that. I, I, <laughs> I think of True Detective too. I don't yeah. know if you ever watched that, oh, but yeah, the yeah, first yeah. season yeah. was very much It was that kind of putting pieces Connecting together the like dots. That. I like that. Yeah. Yay. I'm
2: very visual that way, so
0: Mm-hmm. So everyone needs to go out and pull out a debut album yes. and listen to it again. Put on headphones it, and listen to Roger's drums because I think that if you've not, you've been
1: missing out. And sing some good harmonies. Yeah. And bust yeah. out fame, which I still think they should have played live. For-
0: if you're a runner or an <laughs> exerciser of any magnitude put on headphones and listen to careless memories and you will amp up yep. about 10 15 20 30 percent it's it's impossible to <laughs> not get energy which one from that it? song <laughs> careless, careless memories. memories no the percentage <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. it depends on your own imp- imp- yeah. oof there not yeah, careless yeah, yeah. whisper Mm, that might make no. you slow down a little that's bit. That's for the cool down. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's
0: your cool Do down. Do you throw, like, tulips while you're running? T- <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about George Michael on this No, like, Carol's
1: <laughs> Memories. The oh, you yeah, have The video. The the video. To Carol's yes. memories, where they throw the flowers <laughs> across the room. And the it's most are definitely flying.
3: the banger oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The on the album. Mm-hmm.
0: The banger. The uh-huh. tulips are my favorite flowers. Okay, so well, there you, is, yeah. there, there you go. There mm-hmm. it is. There it is. Happy, happy 40th do birthday
3: video
1: is weird. to the <laughs> debut <laughs> album.
0: Yay, happy happy birthday. Birthday. The start Cheers. of it
1: all. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a while. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and you can even find us if you ask Alexa. Make sure to also follow our Instagram page, too. See you again real soon.